Welcome to the Kevin and Fred Show. I am your host, Kevin Kaufman, and along with my business partner and co-founder, Fred Weaver, we bring to you our podcast, The Kevin and Fred Show, where once a week we bring to you a expert interview. Every single Monday, we interview one of the brightest and best in the world, usually in, in the real estate space, sometimes in technology, sometimes in entrepreneurship, sometimes just in forward thinking. The things that are going to help us learn to move forward are the things that we're interested in bringing to you on this podcast, so we don't keep it limited to just real estate agents. And I think you'll find that really valuable if you've been listening or if you're a new listener, all in the same. We also bring you once a week something we call industry headlines, which is a look at what is going on in the real estate world, what's happening in the mortgage space, what's happening in the technology space. Bring that to you in a short form, 10, 15 minute podcast at the most once a week on Wednesdays. We're also a proud member of the industry syndicate family of real estate and mortgage podcasts. Check out that app in the app store. Again, that's industry syndicate. And if you would, please please do us a favor. Please, please, please leave us a review, download, subscribe, share an episode with a friend. We would love it. There is no better way to say thank you, except for maybe a real estate referral because we are, after all, real estate agents and we love real estate referrals. We're based in the Phoenix area and would love to hear from you. Thank you for tuning in to the Kevin and Fred Show. Hey guys, Kevin here, and today we have a special bonus episode. Um, you may or may not want to listen to this. It's actually a recording from a conversation I had with two good friends of mine uh, who are in the mortgage world. Dave Savage and Todd Bookspan are both good friends of mine, and we got together actually in their community in uh, Dave's uh, what he calls his mortgage coach community, him and uh, Todd run a weekly mastermind with some of the top lenders, LOs in the entire country. And I've been on their show a few times or been in their mastermind a few times, but today was different. We actually had a conversation about optimizing our energy. And so this is sort of a health and wellness conversation. And um, so you may not be interested and that's okay. You can move on. We really don't talk about real estate in this. Uh, We really talk about health, nutrition, sleep, energy, focus, meditation, things like that. So if you're interested in learning more, um, listen, I think I would love it if you took a listen to this and shared some of your feedback. I've been on a journey for quite some time. So have Todd and Dave when it comes to this. So anyways, hope you enjoy today's bonus episode. All right. Good morning, everybody. And welcome to the Mortgage Coach Friday Mastermind. I've got my wingman, Todd Bookspan, and we have our special guest, realtor Kevin Kaufman. What's up, guys? What's going on, fellas? How are you, how are you guys doing today? We are awesome. You man. know, it's, it's always great to be here, and ever since I introduced the two of you, it's uh, so fun that you guys have become friends as well. It, it is, man. I, uh, I have really, well, we haven't got to spend as much time face-to-face in the real world. Uh, it's been interesting. We met each other virtually. We ran into each other coincidentally on a trip to San Diego, and and uh, Kevin is like my, my my new buddy. What's up, Kevin? What's up, man? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm stoked to be here. I'm, uh, I always think about that too. Uh, we, we we did get to have dinner one time in Portland, which was fun. Uh, but That's yeah, for, oh, dude, we had a great dinner together. Yeah, that yeah. was a dude. That spot, by the way, was we probably won't just talk about how good that steak was during today's mastermind call, but that was really bombs. I think everybody in the mortgage coach community probably already knows like if you're going to Portland you need a recommendation to, to call you right uh, you, you do I, I know some good coffee spots we went to a, one of my favorite Italian restaurants we ordered like the most amazing steak not exactly an optimize your energy meal uh, but I mean we we wasn't that unhealthy either yeah uh, we were pretty much pure protein and and you know lettuce so 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 guys this is gonna be an awesome call the theme is optimize your energy. And Kevin and I thought of this because we were brainstorming. He was giving me all kinds of hacks on how to improve my sleep. And I'm going, you know what? In the mortgage industry right now, we all need this more than ever. If you're listening to this and you're a team leader, you need to be your best and you need to help your team be their best. So I think it's super on point, optimizing energy. We're gonna learn all kinds of interesting things, things you may have never heard of before. And then things you have heard of, and we're just going to talk about the three of our experiences with this, because that's another thing that Todd and Kevin have in in common. Uh, For those of you who haven't heard an interview with Kevin, he is a top real estate agent. Uh, You'll hear about his production in a few minutes, but we're talking about a $100 million a year producer. 
Plus, he's a community builder. He's got one of the best Facebook groups in the real estate space, uh, puts on events, builds a community of real estate agents, and kicks ass as a team leader. Uh, before we get into that interview and I hand it off to Todd, I want to remind everybody that we have a very special event coming up on the 20th of this month. It's called the Modern Mortgage Summit. Many of you already know, have heard about it because it's all over social media now. We've talked about it for about a week on this channel. But we, we are over 60, no, 7,500 attendees that have signed up for this event. Uh, 20 different companies have bought a ticket for their entire loan office, for their entire company. So we've had a, just a great reception for both lenders. They're like, I want all my loan officers to get this. Uh, and then we've got hundreds of loan officers that are just going online and signing up. It's only $100. The 28 speakers that we have at this event have done over 1.4, excuse me, $4.1 billion in production. I was showing off my dyslexia there. $4.1 billion dollars in production. A number of them have already done over 500 loans this year, 2020. So massive producers. And then the presentations, the longest presentation is gonna be 18 minutes. We've got seven keynotes. We, ha we hired uh, Renee Rodriguez to be the MC and to train everybody on how to do a great keynote. So the quality of the presentations should be amazing. And then we have over 20 how-to presentations. These will all be presentations less than five minutes on how to do things that modern mortgage professionals need to know how to do. So just quick how-tos. It's gonna start at eight o'clock on 10, 20. And I've had a number of people go, when it's gonna be over? When does it end? What are the hours? And I'm like, it's gonna go until it's over. Todd and I and Renee will be live in Atlanta and we're just gonna go until we've delivered all the content and we've provided all the framing and all the takeaways that we think we need to give you guys to take it to the next level. So if you haven't signed up, there'll be a link down below, $100 Modern Mortgage Summit. Todd, anything else you wanna say on that before we get into the topic at hand? I, you know, it's just, I'm so excited for it. I mean, we, Dave and I had a, a quick chat with the, the folks who run the studio in Atlanta. We're gonna be recording it live from, and it's just gonna be an incredible day. I mean, think about it. These, these originators have done over $4 billion a year to date. I don't think there's ever been a stage in one day that's had so much firepower on it and it's going to be really tactical i think they're going to be things that you can all take away uh immediately and improve you know what you're what you're doing i mean you guys are all great you're all part of this community but we can all always improve in some area and i know you'll get a lot out of it so we'd love to uh, have you along for the ride you also have 30 days access um to the recordings afterwards uh, when you sign up so if you feel like you can't be plugged in all day for one day you'll still have access to see everything afterwards so it's I'm, I'm just super fired up. I can't wait to see you there, Dave. Right on, brother. So, Kevin, we will give you a free ticket. You're a realtor. Um, right on. If you want to pass. I do think it's going to be one of those things that's valuable for realtors. I had a top producer, loan officer, the other day reach out and go, Dave, you know, you mind if I buy five tickets for my realtors? And I'm like, yeah, I think it will be valuable to them, too. It is targeted to loan officers. But, I mean, they're, they're going to be talking about, you know, how to have your perfect day. That's the same thing whether you're a loan officer or a realtor. Yeah. They're going to be talking around video is no longer optional. That's the same thing whether you're a realtor or a loan officer. Yeah. You're talking about how to build a personal brand. That's the, Denise and I. I mean, so a lot of this parallels really well with, with a real estate agent. So, so Kevin Kaufman, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let your, your bro, your local buddy, Todd, do the formal introduction and get this conversation started. Todd. Well, so you guys have to know, some of you have seen him here before. We were trying to remember today, he's been on four or five times, but he's definitely the real estate agent who has contributed the most to our community. And uh, I'll, I'll tell the story for those of you who, who didn't tune in before, but you know, I had met Todd, Todd when Todd, he was the real, owner. Real quick, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but if realtor Glenn Bill is listening to this, Glenn Bill is also a top real estate agent that's been on the show a lot. So realtor Glenn Bill, all right, all right. one of the top realtor endorsers. Top right, well, I'll have Tom Glenn team. on the Friday Mastermind, so I can so I can throw him on the list too. And, and Nicole Solari, speech, uh, Nicole Solari, if you heard that, you're a badass too. So right. I'm sorry, there are a couple other agents that if they're right, watching well, this, no, I want to make we sure don't don't short, we don't want to short those contributors. I agree with you. Okay. okay. And uh, keep going. I first met Kevin in the industry, right? We he were both in the Phoenix, uh, you know, Metroplex marketplace. Uh, we sat down for coffee when he was a co-owner of a brokerage and, you know, it was just a nice meeting and we just, you know, we just always were, were hello when we saw each other. Um, but it was a few years back at 
uh, the Genius Network, a uh, entrepreneur group that Kevin and I were both part of, where you know I bumped into him one morning walking in, and I said, "Gosh, you know what, Kevin, you look amazing." And you know he really did. He looked as different than previous times I'd seen him. And we proceeded to sit down. And normally, when you're at that that type of event at the breakfast table, there's so many other entrepreneurs there that are from other places. You want to spend your time learning from them. But he and I were just so enamored in the conversation we were having about his health. And I credit him with putting my whole family on a different health journey because we started seeing the same doctor and following some of the same practices that he has followed. And that's really where he and I spend our time. We don't talk much about real estate and mortgage and what's going on there. We actually talk about uh, what we're talking about today, optimizing your health. Now, of course, Dave also did lay it out that Kevin and his team do over $100 million. Um, If you're familiar with the uh, real estate juggernaut company, EXP, uh, they also lead one of the largest groups under EXP Realty. What am I forgetting there, Kevin? Why don't you give a quick two, you know, short resume on your real estate career, and then let's just jump right in on this topic about how to be, uh, optimize your health. And yeah, energy. man. Uh, I, you know, I think you nailed it. Yeah. So we run a, so I'm, I'm sitting here in Tempe, Arizona. We run a real estate team uh, based here, have now for my business partner. I've been working together since February of 2012. I've, I've been licensed like six months longer than that. But yeah, we, we run a team. Uh, we're, we are one of those weird expansion teams. We're actually sell real estate in a couple different states. Um, this year we'll do, we'll do north of 300 units and just north of 100 million in, in volume uh, when it comes to production. Really, I love, and Dave mentioned this earlier, like I love communities, right? So we've got the Facebook group community, Next Level Agents, which is, which is a really like fun part of my day, fun part of my business and life. And then uh, podcast for real estate, mostly for real estate agents. You've, you've both been guests on there. So again, it's kind of why uh, I'll gladly accept the ticket to the uh, virtual event because I think uh, education is education and business is business and we can all learn from it. So um, that's, uh, you know, I do the podcast for fun because I like to, I like to pick the minds of people in business who I really like and respect uh, who have businesses or uh, you know, that are, that are really great, or they have something in their business that they do is really great that I wanted to be able to try to pull out of them. And I've sort of always done that naturally. And so I decided to start recording those conversations and that's a really original um, name for our podcast. It's called the Kevin and Fred show. Cause my business partner's name is Fred. And I guess that was just all I could come up with. So there, I think we nailed the resume and I, I'm certain this is like my fifth or sixth time here. I don't know if this ranks me one, two or three, but I'm okay being number three for now. I, the other two I, I wasn't here to say that you weren't number one. I mean, I just wanted to comment. There's some other really prolific realtors that have given back. Todd, before we get into the optimized health, something just occurred to me because Todd and I at this Modern Mortgage Summit, we're going to do a closing keynote called Modern Mortgage Originator Defined. And, and so I have, you know, I've studied what it is to be a modern mortgage originator. Mortgage Coach is an innovation that helps. It's one piece of many pieces of technology that powers a modern mortgage professional. But I've been just studying at another level to prepare for that keynote. And one thing I noticed that all of the $100 million producers that are going to be on stage are coaches and leaders in addition. Like they, they don't all like for fee coaching, although many of them do. Many of them are, are part of different coaching organizations and are actually charging to be coaches. But they, they have podcasts. They have shows. They're doing leadership. And so I just thought it was interesting hearing you, you know, like here you are, this $100 million producer, and like I do a podcast for fun. No, you do a podcast because it makes you better. You know, you're super curious to learn. Yep. And you have figured out that like if I'm gonna like doing that podcast will help me learn more and it will help me be better. And and that makes it fun. And so I just want to call that out that you know, if you are consuming content, by the way, we all consume a lot of content. A lot of us have professional coaches. We've paid a lot of money to go to a lot of events. They've all done that. So they're consuming content and they're creating content. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting uh, the way you did that. One, one more question. Do you allow loan officers into your Facebook group? Yeah, we do. Only cool ones, though. So, like, you've got to be a member of, like, Mortgage Coach Community or Win by Noon or something like that. Otherwise, uh, otherwise we just reject you. So, yeah, no, we, we definitely do. Uh, it's, de- you know, it's called Next Level Agents, but the reality is we let a few folks in from – uh, the, you know, from the industry that aren't, that aren't actual real estate salespeople, because again, it's all part of the business. We're all, we're all really, especially lending, like we're all really doing the same thing. Um, it's just different, you know, different terms and different part of that same transaction. 
Okay, one, one more question, then Todd, I'll let you ask the first question. Uh, getting into the topic at hand. So we'll put a link down below to that group, and it is, it's a fantastic group. They, they have a lot of integrity around not allowing spamming and selling. That's uh, why so I wasn't even sure if he let loan officers in because it's a really just realtors open realtors uh, type of group. I, I think it's I think it's the best one. It's the best one that I follow. Uh, now, one last question: Your podcast, you can't you can't say listen to my, the interview with me or Todd, so we're excluded. If someone was going to listen to one podcast interview that you did, which one should they listen to? And it can't be me or Todd. Damn. Um... So I could answer that question so many ways. Like what's my favorite episode that I've ever recorded or what no, would no, be? No, answer it in a way that what, knowing that we have a group of loan officers and they're only going to, first of all, they're only going to give you seven seconds. Like if you're not digging it, they're not going to come back. What's one interview that you think they would get the most value from? And they'd be like, wow, I want to come back and listen to another one. It'd have to be Dean Jackson or Greg Gale. Um, Greg, because he's in lending and runs an amazing business as well. Dean Jackson, because he's one of the brightest marketing minds on Do Dean the Jackson, planet. guys. Dean, we're going to put a link down below to Dean Jackson because he is one of the greatest marketing he minds. Is. We need to be great marketers. And I'm taking nothing away from the other one. I just, I know Dean. I don't know the other guy, I don't think. Uh, although maybe I'll listen to that one now. Uh, so, so, Todd, I hand it to you. I'm sorry I took so long on the opening, but uh, let's get into Optimize Your Health. I think that's the fun part about having the three of us on here. We're just going to continue to uh, wrap as we go. I think the biggest thing, and I don't really know the, the best question to start with other than, hey, where do you think we should start talking about optimizing your health? Because I know a lot about your journey, but why don't you just jump off here with folks who want to get started? Yeah, could we, let's start here. So Dave and I were on the phone about something totally unrelated of, uh, I don't know, two months ago or so. And uh, we we're just, yeah, I think he was running an idea past me or I was running an idea past him. And uh, then we started, to, I was like, Hey dude, what's going on with your sleep and, and how's that? And so we were kind of sharing some, some different hacks and I've gotten into some of the, I call it woo woo stuff, right? In the, uh, in the last couple of years of my health, but what I, where the idea came from and I totally will credit Dave for this is he, I, as I started sharing with him how I even got to the point of knowing the probably five or 10 different, I've like, I've now solved a lot of people's sleep problems for them because I've researched so much of this stuff and Todd, as you know, like that's why we had that breakfast together at that event with like 400 or however many of the smartest entrepreneurs on the planet. Um, but I'll, let me give a little backstory. So I, when I grew up, I, so I was about 21, 20, yeah, I was 21 years old. I, I legitimately weighed, and I'd been overweight my entire life, but I found myself at about north of 400 pounds um, and in terrible shape like every other member of my family. And well, I won't give the whole story. I went through, uh, I had a moment, like I just legitimately had a moment. And over the course of the next less than year and a half, lost 180 pounds. I mean, it was easy because I just like first hundred pounds came off quite literally in eight and a half, nine months. Uh, I just started, I started writing down everything I ate, started working out, hired a trainer, supplements, blah, blah, blah. And that kind of started my journey. So like I, from that point on, so that was what, 20 years ago, 21 years ago, I started figuring out if I did this, then my body would respond this way. If I ate that, my body would respond that way, et cetera, so on and so forth. Um, so totally changed my life. And then I got a few years later, I'd gained a little bit of weight back and then a little bit more. And what I, I kept running into these walls where I could, <laughs> I, could I, I could look at a, I could look at a meal that was unhealthy and I'd probably gain seven or eight pounds. But conversely, I would be able to like absolutely lock down my eating 100% perfect to the point of like knowing the calories down to the calorie at any point during the day, knowing the macronutrients, et cetera, working out five, six days a week. It's kind of the Dave Asprey story. And then like, it didn't work. Like it just didn't work. I could not, like I would lose, I might lose a, a pound a month, maybe, maybe two pounds on a good month. And it was just, it was, a, it was like pulling teeth. And I tried everything, every single diet you could think of out there. And it wasn't always about weight loss. It was also about just feeling better. Um, through that journey, I eventually got into real estate, started my own business. And obviously then we all know the pressures of getting started, especially, you know, Todd and I, you and, you and I both were, you know, here in the Phoenix area and 
worked right through the huge the recession, right? And so we both put in some long hours and that has its toll. And anyways, as I was trying to solve this, what I thought was just a weight problem initially, what I found out it was, just, you know, so much more than that, where, where um, I've come across some really great mentors and have changed a lot of things. And so everything from understanding light, which is why all three of us have goofy glasses to sleep, um, to to nutrition, of course, being one of them, but all of these different things that um, play into the way we feel. And uh, it's just become important to me because I realize, especially now as I, as I have little kids, I've got a five and seven year old, almost six and eight year old, like, um, you know, I want to make sure I can pick them up and play with them forever when they have kids and not miss anything. And I also want to feel good because I've got huge business goals as well as family goals. And so it's just become this thing. I've been really lucky, I think, because of um, what uh, what Dave, you know, when he talked about why I do my podcast, I do that just in, in real life. And I remember I had a I had a neck problem. And uh, so I went to see this chiropractor that was like, this guy's like, he's a unicorn. And I started doing that to him because I do that naturally. And I started learning all these things. That's where I started learning about light. And when I say light, I mean sunlight, but also artificial light, sleep, and the importance of all that. And um, it's made just made a huge impact in my life and in my business, man. And so I'll fast forward. I think what I had told Dave is, and now I'm four or five months into, into fasting regularly. Um, I, man, I feel better than I ever have. I um, you know, I've lost 45 pounds in the last, since the last week of May since May 27th was the first time I weighed myself uh, when I, for this like log that I have going now from fasting and uh, I haven't lost weight that fast, which sounds silly. It's a weird measurement, but I haven't been able to lose weight that fast since I was 21 years old and I'm 42. So here we are. How's that for a setup? I love, I love that. I I want to, I want to cover something, how we got on the conversation of sleep because I remember vividly how it happened. We had, I was a guest on your podcast and we had just a great conversation about innovation, but we really didn't get into um, the health and we didn't know both how obsessed we both were with getting quality sleep and the right sleep to be our best. And you asked me the question, Dave, what, I think it was like, what, what's the coolest thing you've bought for under a hundred dollars? And I, I pulled up my, my aura ring and I'm like, I don't know if it was under a hundred, but I, it wasn't, if it was over that, it wasn't that much over. And I'm like, this has just been a game changer because I have always obsessed about getting enough sleep. I've also just naturally get up early in the morning. I mean, I get up between four and five, literally my entire life. I mean, as a little kid, I was, you know, re, you know breaking things downstairs um, before my parents got up. I mean, I've always been the first one up in the house and I, I'm also probably the first one to go to bed and make sure I get my sleep. But uh, this is what did it. So guys, check out the order ring. Uh, and I think we can, it's, it's safe to say that if it's not the single most important thing to optimizing your day and optimizing your health, it's getting the sleep you need. And, and so I'd love to go down the list. I noticed that Todd has on his, uh, his, his glasses. I, I got those. Again, I didn't know about this, but in our last conversation, you told me about, I was telling you I'm not getting enough deep sleep getting enough REM, but this uncovered, I wasn't getting enough deep, deep sleep. And I started wearing those, those glasses a couple of hours before I go to bed. So what, what are some other things? Oh, by the way, Todd, are those, do you wear those glasses two hours before you go to bed or like what's your rhythm on that? Um, yeah, two hours before you go to bed, right? No, you know, get off the blue screens and they're blue blockers. These, it's funny, I only put them on because Kevin had his and I happen to have them here with me. Um, I normally don't have them during the day. And uh, these are from True Dark. It's Dave Asprey's, who's the founder of uh, Bulletproof, who uh, Kevin and I both know. Uh, it's his company, and he's got uh, this version. I have a two-pack. It's got a darker red version as well, so I'll wear those. But I'll wear these typically if I'm watching TV with my family, and then uh, I'll put on the darker ones if I'm, you know, before I go to bed. And then I, too, have that aura ring. I was laughing because I saw you. Uh, I saw when Kevin was mentioning that I saw you twirling it on your finger, uh, Dave, and it's one of the things we all, we all share. So I think there's, there's all these different little, little hacks uh, the aura ring is more than a hundred bucks, but it's one of those uh, kind of game changers because, you know, I knew that Dave, we used to talk about the apps on our iPhone that we use for sleep. And I originally got my, I, my uh, Apple watch so I could track my sleep and it's just, a, it takes it to the, 
you know, absolutely to the next level, um, you know, as far as sleep goes. Um, the glasses, what else, uh, Kevin, are you doing for sleep? So can I do this before I answer that? Um, can I just say like, here's, here's why, here's why sleep. So I've got, uh, he's become a mentor of mine. He's the chiropractor that I was talking about. I still see him at least once a week. Um, and he was the one who first got me on these glasses. In fact, he had me buy this $8 pair of glasses off of Amazon. They're safety goggles. Literally they're red. And he was just like, kind of tricked me into it. He's like, do you just give me to do it for two weeks? Like, I'm just curious what will happen to how your sleep goes. So one that kind of got me down this path because one of the things he taught me is like, dude, literally the most important thing when it comes to health. So we've all been taught like it's diet and exercise. And I'm not saying that diet and exercise are not important. They are. Um, but my belief system has definitely changed over the years. And my belief is that the number one most important thing is light. And when I say light, it, I mean artificial light, like the lights we turn on in our house and sunlight. Um, and then sleep. However, sleep would be number one, except that light actually controls sleep. So, and I'll talk about what I mean there in a minute. And then it's like his belief, it has to do with, uh, with other things like EMFs. Um, and then a distant fourth and fifth is diet and then exercise. And a lot of the people who have uh, been doing a lot of this research and feel great as well uh, would would definitely agree with that, that diet and exercise are, while they're important, they're just not one and one or two, or even one, two or three. And I think most people, common belief is that they're one and two. So assuming that sleep is the most important thing outside of light, um, light, controlling light became really important for me. So that's why, you know, the blue glasses at night or the red glasses for at least a couple hours before bedtime have become such a big deal. When you talk about what do I do for sleep? The number one most important thing I do to guarantee that I'm going to have a good night of sleep is I go get some sun first thing in the morning. So literally tonight's sleep started this morning. So I go outside and I, it might only be one or two minutes. I just do whatever I can, but I try to go outside. Now we, when you live at Dave's house, you could probably go outside completely in the buff I have neighbors a little too close. So I like, I at least wear shorts when I walk outside, but I just want to get some sunlight on my skin. And most importantly, unfiltered in my eyes. That's the other thing I do. I wear, I wear eyeglasses. Um, but I absolutely make a concentrated effort to make sure when I'm outside, as long as I'm not driving, I take them off as often as I can. Cause I want direct sunlight in my eye. The first part of the day that will, that's the number one sleep hack that I use to help get sleep. Um, probably the other, big lever I pull on sleep besides blocking out the artificial blue and green lights at night is supplementing my magnesium, making sure that my magnesium levels that are at a high level, that's probably the, the number one and two, I guess, number three, top three things I do to make sure I'm getting sleep. Cause if there's one thing that research has shown us now, it's that sleep is sleep is where it's at. It's by far more important than the others. That's incredible. I'm going to throw and, it. And I, and I, I, I have been more intentional since our last conversation about getting um, light in the morning. Although I live in Portland, Oregon, uh, we don't always have sunlight in the morning. Uh, but I, I feel like even just getting outside and I actually, I don't recall you telling me, make sure I take off my glasses. So I will, I will add that, you know, like whenever I see sunlight, get my glasses off and try to absorb that because it, it, it has helped. I don't know if that's it because I started doing the glasses two hours before bed. At the same time, I started being more intentional about going outside. Someone just asked for a link to the blue glasses. We will try to get those I'm, in. I'm throwing to, it in there right now. I'll okay, throw it so in there we'll, right now. And it, we'll put a And they can be link. cheap too, right? Yeah, you don't have yeah. to buy, spend a ton. You just want a, a good quality blue blocking glass. But the one that, that Kevin and I both have is True Dark. And I just threw it in there. It's just truedark.com. Okay, so we'll, we put that down below. And I might actually go buy that now, but I bought a pair that could just clip onto my glasses. So it's like a clip on that I put on my glasses and I have it right next to my, you know, the chair I sit in it in the evenings. So it's, it's blocking the light and it has helped. I I'm still not hitting the number I want for my deep sleep, but I'm, I'm doing a lot better than I was. Uh, so put your questions down below, whether you're watching this in zoom, put it in chat, you're watching this on Facebook, put it in comments. We'll get all your questions answered. Todd, where do you want to take it from here? 
What about um, eating before uh, sleep, Kevin? Do you have a, a time where you cut it off before you go to bed? Because for me, I found that that's made a big difference. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that my wife and I started doing a few years ago is like having some dark chocolate, 72, 80% type dark chocolate at night. It is such a great snack or like it's a great like sweet tooth, like killer. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to go to all the benefits of dark chocolate here, but um, so as I research sleep even more, I realize like now, like I want three hours between consuming anything out besides water before I fall asleep. And, and the reason is, is because you can just flat out see the impact. And if you use something like an aura ring or something else that actually, or like a whoop or something like that, that helps you measure the quality of sleep that you get, you can, you can literally see it show up. So I try to, you know, at least three, four hours, um, since I've started the fasting routine and, and the time restricted feeding, that's become super easy um, to, to have at least three, four hours, uh, sometimes, sometimes five hours be between eating and, and going to sleep. And, uh, I won't go into like the science of why all that works. Just know, like if your body is working on digesting food and then releasing insulin or, or, or glucose back out into your bloodstream before, before it should in the morning, then it's going to, it's just going to impact the way your body recovers. Um, and the, and the reason why sleep is so important is because of the process that, that it puts your body through all of the things that genuinely happen to your body. Like it's, it's a cleaning out process. Like think about it this way. It's like, it's the city either street sweeping or picking up the trash. That's what your body goes through every day. And if you don't allow it to get in, if you don't allow your body to get into deep sleep, that's, that's where so much disease and sickness comes from over time. And so not eating for sure. I was going to say one other thing, like for extra credit, like, and I don't do this often enough. Um, it's the one thing where on vacation, I do a really good job of it. And during the week I don't is I also want to be able to go outside at sunset and just get my eyes unfiltered on the sun going down too. It's before I put on the blue, before I put on the blocking glasses. I mean, we're, our bodies are infinitely more complicated and yet not that complicated. And, uh, and one of those things is just the indication to your body, your circadian rhythm of with the sun going up and sun going down. So let Love me it. summarize a few things. So guys, you know, optimize your sleep. If you're not getting it, figure it out. Uh, we just had a comment from Michael Rivera. What's up, Michael? Blue blocker glasses are game changers. Yeah. So he's, he's a young millennial badass and he's optimizing his performance and there's a testament to that um if you're not measuring your sleep measure your sleep uh get sunlight early in the morning first thing as possible as much of your body as possible exposed before you go to before while the sun goes down get some sun you know get watch it go down without your glasses on i heard you mention earlier when you lost weight it was measuring what you're eating which, which app do you use for that, by the way? Or do you still do that? So I don't. Uh, and we can, talk about, um, we can talk about fasting too. I saw there was a question uh, we're there gonna, on Zoom. Yeah, we're going to get there for sure. So I don't, I don't measure that anymore. I'm not, a, I'm not a calorie. As much as I bought into that, I was a calories in, calories out guy, and I'm not. I'm just not anymore. Todd, what Got was it. that? I'm, I'm using um, MyFitnessPal because I track all the macros, right? So I'm tracking, you know, protein, uh, fat versus carbs still and uh, tweak that, you know, with help of, of the doctor, Kevin, and I have the same doctor and to, you know, as I'm, as I'm watching my gut health and, and tweaking the amount of, of fat versus protein versus carbs. So I still do that. Um, but definitely I think the fasting piece, which I've always done intermittent fasting, I just stop eating at dinner and then I typically eat midday, but um, you got me going on a, on a new fasting app and it's being more intentional about it for the last two weeks has been uh, really big for me because it's, you know, I've always believed what gets measured gets done, right? I mean, that's what Win yeah. by Noon is all about. It's about tracking what you do to get the results that you want. And, uh, but it's interesting for me because it's, it's pushing me, right? I'm doing the 16 hours uh, fasting, eight hours, you know, off that, that you're doing. And uh, with a couple of uh, one day a week, I can't quite do the two that you're doing of not eating for the full 24. But uh, why don't you, I don't want to take away your thunder. Why don't you walk through what you're doing with, with the app and which app it is and all that. Yeah. So when you talk about apps, Dave, just for, and if you want to set it up before we go kind of down that, 
that rabbit hole of fasting that that is the one i guess food app i use it's it's called zero uh and it's it's free z e r o just like the the number um there's a paid version of it which i pay for because because of the value i get out of it and the you know the um one of the one of the people that really got me on the fasting train um is is a doctor he was almost my doctor before my doctor became my doctor um his name's peter atia uh and he is like the he's he's one of the investors in that company chief medical officer so he he contributes a lot to that uh really so, i didn't i didn't know that peter was you were close with him i pay for his not, premium not close with him i i almost hired him though until i realized how much year one was so oh got it i i pay for his premium you know, like I think it's 10 bucks a month to so kind of get the, because I get so much value out of it. The summary of his notes, you know, yeah. I, 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 I love that. Okay. Got it. I'm downloading zero right now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an amazing, it's so simple. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's so simple. It's brilliant. I do. I dig it. So cool. I'm 14 yeah. hours. We go down the, I think we could, I think we could spend the rest of this call on fasting and we, and we might, you know, we've got another 24 minutes, but I want to ask you, I recently started taking this. I can't, don't know if you can see it. Cholesterol. I can't, I can't quite oh, What read. is it, Dave? Tell us. It's cholesterol. Oh, like colostrum. Colostrum. Like breast milk stuff, right? Yeah, but it's grass fed. I can't remember, might've been Ben Grinfield. Ben Greenfield. Yeah, that dude's weird. He's out there. I love it. He, he is a little out there. I man. know. I love but it. I, man, I love it. But he, I, you know, and I got his big book, you know, that big table, table book, which it has a lot of great stuff in it. So are you, you're not familiar with that. I was going to ask you if you have tried that or not yet. I'm like two uh, weeks into it. No, not yet. Haven't tried it yet. All right. So we won't go down that rabbit hole. Let's, let's go down and make sure people get your what you're doing from a fasting perspective and then mortgage coach community. If there is one thing you're doing to optimize your energy so that you can be the leader you need to be for yourself, the leader for your team. And if you're doing anything for your team to optimize the overall well-being of your team, I want to, I want to hear about it. Uh, my son just had his first practice yesterday um, for the Syracuse lacrosse team, number 24. So he got his number yesterday. But the, the team, they got headspace for everybody, which I thought was super cool. You know, like, how cool is that? That his lacrosse team got headspace for all their athletes. So if there's something you're doing for your team to help optimize health, put it in chat. We'll cover it at the end. Uh, with that said, let's, let's get into your fasting rhythms. Yeah, so I, I want to preface this and say, uh, you know, because there was a question, uh, I, th I think it was Nick, who said, hey, what's your regimen for fasting and what it is today versus what it was in late May when I started this. I want to I wanna first acknowledge, um, I, didn't, I didn't even realize this until about two weeks ago, a friend of mine, and Todd knows him too, his name is Michael Burnoff, wrote a book called Average Sucks. And as I was reading that book, I realized I needed to change my average and there was something that I, I needed a challenge. And so I decided I, I'd been listening to Peter Atia for a couple of years and I'd been thinking about fasting and quite frankly, just sort of afraid of it at the end of the day. And I decided to challenge myself. I would just do a 24 hour fast one day because intellectually I know that not eating for 24 hours is 100% mental. And there's no, for, for most people, there's absolutely no physical challenge whatsoever. It's all mental. And so I did it. I just did it one day. And I was like, oh, that wasn't so bad. And then I did it again the next week. And I didn't really fast. Like I didn't do what I would call time-restricted feeding, which is like what Todd mentioned where most days now I, I don't eat for 16 hours and I allow myself to eat in an eight-hour window. Um, and then I just started playing around with it. I've done a 36-hour fast, a couple 48-hour fasts. Uh, I've I just completed my first three-day or 72-hour fast last month. I'll probably do another one uh, in about five weeks. But my kind of like regular regimen that I've settled into over the last two months is I do two 24-hour fasts a day, a week, sorry. So twice a week, I'll do a 24-hour fast. And then all of the other five days, I'll, I'll typically do 16 hours of not eating, eight hours of, of my time-restricted feeding. Win That's the feeding window. Um, that said, I mix it up as often as possible. Like this week, today, Friday is the, I'm 
I'm currently about halfway through my third 24 hour fast for the week. So it's just, I'm just trying to, I, I switch it up. I don't want to always just do the same thing and have a, have a regimen around fasting. Um, because I, I think one of the, that's one of the things that we can do that, that we're just overall, it's, it's good to have variety. Well, 24 hours isn't that hard because it's, it's just dinner to dinner, right? I mean, that's, yep. it's not, you know, like you're starving yourself Guys, and it is totally wait mental. Minute, wait a minute. Am I the only one that's going like, that sounds hard. Like I've done some micro fasting and I have fasted for 24 hours, but guys, I'm sorry, as normal people, that, that is not an easy thing to do. Uh, if you were with me and you think fasting for 24 hours sounds hard, please join me. I don't want to be the only one on this call that doesn't think that sounds hard. Now I am probably, you know, the most overweight on this call too. Uh, so not probably I am, uh, but fasting for 24 hours sounds hard, dude. Dude, I'll tell you what I, I'm telling That's why I did it. Cause it sounded so hard. I was like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just don't know if I can do it. But what I did know, because I'd learned enough about it from listening to Peter Atia and another, uh, another guy that he had had on his podcast called uh, Dr. Jason Fung, who's a nephrologist, who just, he, he's like, that's his number one go-to medicine is fasting. Uh, and this is the guy's an MD, like a practicing MD. Uh, and his number one go-to is absolutely fasting. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to just, I'm just going to do it. And that's why I did it two weeks in a row. I did a 24-hour fast two weeks in a row. And I, I just realized like, oh. I can do that. Yeah. Is it challenging? Sure. But like I was talking to my, to my uh, chiropractor the other day, I was in the middle, I was not in the middle. I was almost at the end of a fast. And he's like, are you, he's like, Oh, you're fasting. I was like, yeah. He's like, just for the fun of it today. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you know, it's easy. 24 hour fast. And he's like, look at you 24 hour. You're like, it's easy. And I literally, I'm at the point and it's only taken a few months of if you just said, Hey, like drop of a hat, you want to just, let's just fast for the next 24 hours. Like I would do, like, I get it. I would do it. I could do that. No problem now. Um, so it, it actually does feel easy. So I, I was all proud of myself and I thought you were going to go down micro fasting. I've been like not eating after dinner and then skipping breakfast and going to lunch. And I would feel like a badass. And I thought that was the thing. Dude, that's uh, harder. I think that's harder. What? I actually, I believe this is, this is maybe it's my mind game and how, how much of a weirdo I am. I actually didn't start doing that until after I'd done a, not just a couple 24 hour fasts, but a 36 hour fast before I would go beyond like 13 hours in my daily fasting. No joke. Because yeah, it's just I, different. Yeah. I really don't have a problem. I mean, I don't do it a lot. Like I eat breakfast probably three days a week, but I, I used to think not eating breakfast was this bad thing. And then I, you know, I think it was Peter Tia started hearing about micro fasting and I was like, Oh, that's a good thing. I can do that. And so I, I've jumped into that and I don't, that's why I did download your app. I'm going to check it out. I don't, I haven't measured it. I haven't been as intentional about it, but multiple days a week, I skip breakfast. Don't need, you know, don't eat after dinner and however many hours that is from dinner at six 30. So seven to noon, I do that all the time. And I thought I was a badass. I thought like, okay, I'm you are, cool. that's harder, dude. I, I, well, I don't think it's harder. I, don't think it's harder. <laughs> I, th I think it's harder. Cause meant, cause mental, it's like mentally, I know I'm going to get to eat when I'm, when I know, like last night I started my timer. I know I'm not eating till dinner. Like there's, I don't have to think about anything. I don't, I'm not thinking about what I'm having for lunch. I don't think about if I need a snack or like, what am I, what am I going to break my fast with? Do I need to bring some macadamia nuts with me? or just slice it, some cheese sticks or something. I don't have to think about any of that. And so I genuinely believe that not eating during the day is so much easier. Be like headspace, dude. Well, I, get, I start getting, what's that term? Hungry, angry, hangry. Angry. At, at lunch, like if I don't eat lunch, and I, you know, like. That's programmed. 11 and 12. I'm that's, like, me that's mental programming, dude. Okay. I, I, thank you. Work on me. So yeah, I, I, here's, so there's a book, anybody who's interested, um, this is a super easy layman's terms type of book on fasting. A guy, I got to it because of a doc that Jason Fung, uh, Dr. Fung, I mentioned his most recent book is he co-authored with two other people and it's called life in the fasting lane. What I love about that is he gives a ton of easy mental tips and tricks and of course, all of the benefits as to why we should fast. But 
um, here's uh, you, the thing is, is like, dude, we get we get hungry at lunch because we think we're supposed to be hungry at lunch. No, dude, I get hungry at lunch because I'm hungry at lunch. Yeah, but have you noticed that if you sit with it, it go like you're not hungry until dinner no, time. No, I, I agree. I, once you're hungry I get for an hour. It. You're hungry yeah, for an yeah, hour, but true, if you're busy true. and productive during that hour, it doesn't matter. Go out, like have some green tea or some black coffee. It goes away. It's if I drink black coffee at lunch, I would not sleep at night. I can't, you know. Oh, man, I wish well, I had that problem. Oh, yeah, I can't. I, I, I do like a little, you know, one shot in the morning of espresso, and that's good. Like if I do any caffeine, if I do two of those, it impacts my sleep. If I do something afternoon that has to do with caffeine, I'm, I'm on drugs. But here's the deal, though. I think you're nailing it, Kevin. It is totally mental. And it's the days where you're so busy, especially all of you now doing loans. Like, it would be so easy to blow through the day and not, and not eat. I, I'm telling you, it's going to be more. You may get hangry, though, like Dave said. Like, my wife is like, oh, I'm maybe not so much into it. But Facebook definitely supports you, Dave. Um, Joe uh, uh, Capiero says that, uh, that not eating for 24 hours is not allowed in Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> we got, uh, right? David Cram says that the mouth was designed to eat, not just talk and smile. So yeah, yeah, definitely people are promoting your way, but I, I would challenge the community to give it a try. I'm telling you, you're, you will notice a difference. Uh, it's hard, really hard the first time from my opinion, but, uh, but I think afterwards it's not, it's not that difficult. Especially like, no, I, I, I'm having some fun. I, I, it will be hard for me to go 24 hours and I have done it before. It's not as though I've never done it, but it's not something like, oh, I want to do that every week. You know, I'm like, wait till uh, you use that app and you see the other 700,000 people fasting at the exact same time. Like, no, I, I'm going to, I'm going to check out the app. And if, and if it improves my sleep, anyways, I'm game on, I'm going to do it. Uh, so first of all, I'd love to know in the community, how many of you are at least micro fasting and, and how often are you doing it? Is it never? Is it weekly? Is it monthly? Just give us a give us a sense. Is this something that you guys are playing the micro fast game? But so, but let's sum this up. Number one thing: if we if you just get the sleep you need, you're gonna you're gonna be one step. That's the biggest step you can take to being your best. Uh, if you're eating healthy, well, what would you say is number two? Because you're saying sleep is by far number one. Light, would you well, say fasting is number two? No, lights number one because it controls sleep. So okay, so lights number one. So light, so light, meaning sunlight as well as artificial light, uh, and then sleep. So I won't go down the road of EMFs today, like, uh, because I'm not like, it's just not something I'm even tackling. And then diet and exercise after that would be four and would, they're either three and four or four and five, depending on what your belief system is. Um, and your level of of actually researching and doing stuff for yourself. Like this, this is this is the thing, like, most, most, we've just been taught to eat lunch, breakfast, lunch, dinner. We've just been taught to do it. So we do it and we think that's it. What, what do they say breakfast is? It's the most important meal most of the important day. Start to your day. Yeah. Right. It, and it's, but, but it's like, Hey, here have some bread. Um, so, but here's the deal. Like a lot, even those of, especially in this, in this industry who are like hard drivers, high performing, either run in a huge business or have a ton of responsibility and like they skip lunch, they might skip breakfast and skip lunch, but they're putting crap in their coffee, like sugar, and they're having monster energy drinks or whatever during the day, but they're not eating it. That's, that's actually, so that's not fasting. And then they feel like, but they're still gaining weight because then they go and have a totally terrible meal for dinner for the one meal that they do eat. I want to be clear, like, that's not what I'm talking about when I say fasting. Like, fasting is black coffee, tea, and water only. And some people are, like, stricter, and they're, like, water only. Can I do a Breve macchiato in the morning? Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I know the answer, bro. You I'm, could, I'm, but, I'm just, you I'm know. Just seeing. That, 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 that kills my fast. Does it kill my fast? Yeah, for sure. Shit. Yeah. For sure. All right. Kills your fast. All right. So a couple, couple things from the crew. Coffee. But, so, so far, uh, Joe's, Joe's comment about 24 hours of not eating is not allowed. Billy is still the funniest thing so far. Uh, Terry Ann Hart, she said, I'm, I'm still a badass. Thank you, Terry. You are. Uh, sh yeah, Sean, <laughs> Sean Lowe, I'm not going to read your whole email, but the dude is on it. He, he is doing a 72-hour every second month. First time was hard because your body is detoxing. detoxing. 
It's easy now. I'm faster, sharper, stronger, and leaner than I've ever been. When I heard about it, um, I had a hard time being a believer, but he's like, stop, all caps, stop eating breakfast. Is that pretty much, would you just say no more breakfast, stop eating breakfast? I'm not going to, guys, I'm not going to say that. Um, but is that? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that easy. That isn't one easy stair step into it. Is to just give up breakfast a couple of days a week. That is one stair step into it. Um, I, I would really recommend anybody who wants to to really explore fasting to get that book, Life in the Fasting Lane, by Dr. Jason Fung, because he talks about easy ways to stair step into it, as well as what I what he calls um, fasting training wheels. So things like putting a little, like a, and I say a little, like a tablespoon or less of heavy cream in your coffee on fasting days, or even on your, just your time restricted eating days, thing, things like that. Um, so yeah, I, like he's right on. Like I, I just did my first three day. I'm planning to do another one. My goal, my goal is to do one this year. I ended up, I'm going to now go for at least two, maybe three. I'd love to be, get to the point where I could do one a month. Um, like my fasting hero, Peter Atia, but you know, like, dude, the reality is you kind of have to play around with this for yourself and figure it out. But the, the, he mentioned, I think you said his name was Sean, the mental clarity aspect of it on a 24 hour fasting day or more, I got to tell you, those are the best afternoons for me from a purely work or whatever I happen to be doing. I'm so mentally clear that I'm able to with given my ADD, like totally focus on the task at hand. That's powerful. Let's, so what about, what got, about food? Are you, you said you can't just fill your gut with junk. How focused are you right now on what you're eating, Kevin? Pretty focused. I mean, you know, we don't do a lot of grains in our house. Like we're, um, I, I would call it keto-ish, paleo-ish for sure. Like, like the fruit I eat are berries and stuff like that. But I mean, I love fruit. I'll have the occasional apple or whatever, but high fat, High, you know, low, low to moderate protein and low and lower carbohydrates for the most part. You know, the one thing I would say about food is that there's, I want to be really clear. And this is like, understand like 20 years of like testing on myself and researching and reading other people, people's research. Um, there's not one, there's not one diet that does everything for, for everybody. Um, Cause a lot of people like go vegetarian, go vegan, go raw, go paleo, go keto. There's something in there for everyone, for sure. Everyone's body responds different. I think it's really important to find out how your body responds. But what I've, one of the things I've learned for, from Peter Atia is that when we look at food, there's really three different levers that we can pull at all times. And the, the three levers are, so when do I eat? That's time restricted feeding and fasting, right? So when, when am I eating? Am I allowing myself to eat during a certain time frame? A lot of us have talked about like noon to eight as that time frame. What am I eating? So like um, what time, you know, am I eating paleo? Am I eating whole 30? Am I eating vegetarian? Am I eating vegan? Something like that. Or, um, or just all meat. What is it? The carnivore diet. And then there's the how much, the volume of it or the calorie level of it. So it's when what and how much. And he likes to, what he's taught me is like, those are three different, three different levers and his belief. And it's really my belief at this point too, is you should always be pulling one of those levers and a good amount of time. You should probably be pulling on two of those levers. And occasionally you're probably going to be pulling on all three of those levers at the same time. So if you look at your food as three different levers, when, what, and how much you always want to be pulling on one, two, most of the time and three occasionally. So, so guys, this has been awesome. We got nine minutes left. I want to transition a little bit just to brain, you know, like how do we, how do we treat our brain meditation? I want to know, you know, are you doing any meditation intentionally or using headspace or an app um, like calm? Also uh, have either one of you guys watched the new, well, it's not that new anymore, but the Netflix special, the social dilemma. Dude, no, I'm scared to watch it. I did. So Todd, it's nothing you don't know. So I wouldn't even be worried about it. It's literally nothing you don't know, especially well, sitting... something that I don't think any of us didn't know. We just put some clarity around it in a, in a haunting way. Yeah. So like, you know, Joe Polish talked a lot about, there are some pretty deep conversations I'm pointing to the, to Joe's building over there. 
it's, it's, it's worth a watch if you've never considered that stuff. I'll tell you what I did. So I, I took my family on vacation, not last week, the week before. So two weeks ago tomorrow, I was like, I'm going to be off for a week. I'm gonna, I, I deleted, not my account, I deleted the Facebook app and the Twitter app from my phone because I was going to go on vacation with my kids. We're going to Utah. We're going to go check out Moab and Arches National Park, and we're going to go have fun, and I'm not going to spend my time freaking connected to my phone. And, um, and so I just delight, decided to delete those apps, which was, which was freaking hard for me to do, and I just haven't put them back on. So, like, there's been some mental, mental help right there. Like no doubt, no, my wife, my wife literally, I, I watched it myself, and I watched it with her. I had gone to bed. I just sat and watched it the whole time. And I woke up in the morning, and she had deleted her Facebook app from her phone, you know, and uh, and and it did, you know, to me, it was just such a reminder that one of the greatest skills that we need to build in today's world is managing our attention, and not, and managing our addiction and really looking at social media and our apps, just like we look at alcohol and drugs. You know, they are, they are things that, hey, alcohol in moderation, I'm a wine drinker, I love it, makes the feel better. Alcohol and not matter, it will not help me optimize. And same thing with social media as a tool. And, and it can connect us and it can do a lot of amazing things, but it can also, you know, I, I, did, I did kind of get off of that and think that a lot of the divisiveness we have in the world right now, and the polarization we have is driven because everybody is on technology and you know regardless of what politics you believe in you're getting brainwashed you know like the the world is getting is getting um is driven and i think it's i can't remember the movie there was another movie i watched and you probably watched this too that really made a case that when trump won the last election when you looked at his facebook game and their ability to identify the undecided voters in America and then hyper message them. It was a big part of, you know, how he won the first election was, Dude, it's was Facebook marketing. Yeah, that's high level NLP and psychology was what his team employed. I'll, I'll tell you. So if I could give a part two answer to a question you asked earlier about the podcast, it's the longest podcast I ever recorded, but it's with a mentor of mine. His name is Adam Robinson. I heard him originally on the Tim Ferriss podcast. And one of the things that Adam taught me was that we got to understand about the, I'm tying this back to the apps, to, to social media. Um, one of the things that we have to understand, is, and this is a guy, by the way, who was the founder of the Princeton Review and was working on artificial intelligence in the 90s. So he's quite literally a genius and understands this stuff. But he said, one of the things we have to do, we, we got to give ourselves grace because these companies are literally paying hundreds and thousands of people to think of how to make it so we won't put our phone down. So we got to be able to like understand that we're competing against millions and billions of dollars being spent to get us to not put it down. So like, it's okay to forgive yourself when you can't put this thing down because there's a lot of smart people who are trying to figure out how to get you to not put it down. And so like, let's, let's be okay with that and let's not beat ourselves up over it. But yeah, man, like they're for sure, all of these companies, Joe always likes to call them attention engineers is what Joe Polish would always refer to them as, is attention engineers. And um, Adam Robinson was the guy who really first broke that down for me to the point where I realized like, okay, I can forgive myself when I can't stop scrolling. Um, but yeah, anyways. By the way, the movie... I just pulled up my notes. It was called The Great Hack. Yeah. And, and did, you, did you see that? That's the one where, yeah, they talked about Cambridge Analytics and, and exactly. that campaign. It, it, yep, totally. I, I would, when we're talking about optimizing yourself, I do think watching The Great Hack, watching The Social Dilemma, there's just things that you need to, it's, it's like we need to, and, and I wish my kids were out of school now, you know, one's 20, one's 18. I did, we didn't have a TV in our house until after they were third grade. So we, we were really intentional about not having media at their earliest stages. But then we, you know, preparing them for the world or like, you know, we bought them, they were one of the first kids to have an iPhone. And, and we did control a lot of things, you know, like at dinner time, you know, we weren't all on our, our mobile phones, but I, I wish I would have done more training, you know, and I, and, I, and I came after watching that going, 
I need to really be intentional, just like fasting, getting your sleep, managing my attention more. Like I need to up that game. So it sounds like you, you agree with, well, you obviously agree with that. You went on a family vacation and, you know, deleted apps and haven't come back. So uh, any, any other advice for call it mortgage professionals that are trying to be their best? Because let's face it, these apps, they can suck our attention and our spirits, but they can also be really powerful marketing tools and community building tools. Any, any other thoughts on that? Yeah, we, we just got to make sure that we're not the tool, that, we're, that we are the one using the tool, right? And so the one thing I would say is there's, if you're anything like me, like I consume a ton of information because I always want to get better. And um, I can't, you can't just go out and do it all. So like, you're, like, you're not going to go from never fasting to a three-day fast unless you're just one of those crazy psychos that, that can do that, right? Um, most people aren't able to do that. So like when you hear things that you want to try, whether it's fasting, deleting an app, using something like uh like calm or headspace give yourself enough grace to like stair step or baby step into it and just try one thing you know one of my first mentors wrote a uh, book called uh eating the elephant one bite at a time and it's just the way you got to do it like you got to make a decision if you want to get better at fill in the blank just know that you're not going to go from zero to hero in one day or one week um you know it's like you're not going to be at todd bookspan level of production your first year in, in mortgages might take to yeah. the third or fourth. No doubt. Just a reminder everybody, Todd Bookspan is, you know, one of the few leaders that's run a branch that has does over 500 units a year and mentored and coached a lot of people over the years to do that. So um, today he is the founder and owner of Win by Noon. Uh, he is putting on an amazing event called the Modern Mortgage Summit that I'm helping with. Uh, make sure you guys check that out. If you want to be a modern mortgage advisor, if that's an attractive thing to you and you want to be the best of the best, you know, check it out. Todd, how do you want to close out today, brother? You know, I want to close out by uh, saying what Kevin just said, right? You're not going to do this overnight, right? You're going to, you're going to take something I think here that Kevin talked about. I think you can absolutely uh, put it into your uh, routine and you can become uh, sharper, bolder, brighter, and, you know, I just love spending time with you, Kevin. I appreciate all you give to uh, me as, a, as a, a human and a person and a friend and to our community. And uh, definitely super stoked, Dave, for, uh, you know, we'll see you in 10 days in Atlanta or whatever that is. 12 no, days. No, coming right no doubt. Well, I want to I close out with one thought. And then, Kevin, we're going to give you the final, final words. But, guys, we're in the mortgage business. We are so blessed that we not only have jobs, we're having record-breaking success. I want to remind everybody in the mortgage business, our obligation to give back. There's a lot of small businesses still hurting. I hope everybody in the mortgage business is tipping big to your local providers. I hope you're still remembering to help those folks out. And I don't think I need to say this, but remember guys, we have teams. You know, when I talk to a lot of the best team leaders, they're like, you know, what's your biggest challenge right now? Not burning out my team and showing them I love them and helping, their, helping them with their mental well-being. So, Maybe, you know, this month we should, you know, do some intentionality around headspace, you know, or calm. Uh, maybe, again, I'm not, I don't know enough about it to recommend don't eat breakfast. Uh, but I, I have studied enough to know that I have eliminated significant breakfast. I still eat it sometimes, but I've eliminated it because I do think it will make me healthier, live longer. And micro fasting is something that I'm into. Maybe after today's call, I'm going to get into some 24-hour and 72-hour fasting. Stay tuned on that one. Uh, my last name's Savage. I was not born to go 72 hours without eating something. But uh, we'll see how that goes. So, Kevin, close it out for us, brother. So, one, I guess if I could close it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to convince you, because I've been convinced that like fasting is more than 24 hours. It might even be 36 what 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 we're calling micro fasting or most people refer to as intermittent fasting is actually called it's truthfully it's time restricted feeding um it's just it's restricting the time that you're allowed to you're allowing yourself to to eat uh and when you get into the total science of it you, you'll see what that means but man i i would just echo what we all just said which is it's not like you don't you don't go from zero to 100 overnight like if you're interested in any of this um check out one thing you know if you're interested in fasting check out that book reach out to me, reach out to Dave, reach out to Todd. Um, I think it's awesome that anybody would take the time out of their day to, to listen to this, to, to go, hey, I want to get better um, mentally so I can show up 
for my family, for my business, for those people that count on me. And dude, I love what you just said. And I'm so I'm going to echo that too, as my parting shot is there's still way too many small businesses out there hurting, like for sure. I'm making sure to over tip whenever possible. Anytime I'm in a situation where we can tip, like giving, giving back so much more to the, to the industries and to the workers that, that are, that don't have it the way we have it right now, because man, who would think that, that we could be going through a freaking pandemic and here we are not just having an okay year, but like things are real good in our industry right now. And so we should, we should definitely be extra mindful of that. Hopefully you got value. We appreciate your attention. We're trying to make it so that everything we do at Mortgage Coach, whether it's our Facebook group, whether it's our YouTube channel, it's positive. You learn something, it inspires you. Uh, so stay, you know, if you don't already subscribe to our YouTube channel, get after it. Uh, I think, I can't imagine anybody's watching this. They're not in our Facebook group. And hopefully you will connect with Kevin, you know, listen to at least one of his podcasts and judge. Do I want to keep going? Is this guy something I want to add to my group? And, and if you're a mortgage professional, and you're not in his group looking and studying what loan officers doing. I mean, I, I don't know. I just don't understand that. So uh, there are links to all this stuff down below. Have an awesome weekend, everybody. This call is a wrap. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. See you guys later. Hey, it's Kevin and Fred. Do you have a referral for us here in Phoenix? There are 30,000 agents here that you could send them to. Why us? Well, for one thing, we'll keep you updated and you'll never have to track down your commission. We'll also make you look really good to your client. And best of all, it helps us keep all this content free. So go to kevinandfred.com slash referral to make the introduction. We'll take great care of them. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Join the Kevin and Fred community, part of eXp Realty and partner with us today. You'll get free access to live trainings two or more times a month, live events and in-person masterminds, digital downloads to help you run and scale your business, and much, much more. To learn more and join our community, visit kevinandfred.com slash contact and contact us today. Not ready to join our community? No problem. Continue enjoying all this great content on our podcast for free.